to another episode of Geek Out, hosted by those guys, Geek. I'm Steve. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. If you've been following our past episodes, you know what the drill is. We're going to go through the top three stories as chosen by you because you're the guys that clicked on it. So we are going to jump into our first story, and Chris is going to start us off with some very, amongst ourselves, some controversial Samsung news. Go right ahead there, Chris. Yeah, actually, thanks, Steve. Uh, I know that... Samsung's finally decided to respond to their uh, Bendgate accusations. Uh, they put a couple videos out, uh, obviously, in a couple statements saying that uh, they didn't think the tests were fair. Uh, they felt that they need to be retested because they, uh, obviously, the Galaxy X6 and the uh, the Galaxy the Galaxy S uh, six Edge, uh, they're they're bending. Because uh, I remember all the backlash people had when the iPhone six Plus came out. Then hashtag Bendgate was trending on Twitter. Shit was getting out of control. Um, now, again, I'm not saying this, my thought process on the whole thing, even with the Apple side of things, if you have your fucking phone in your back pocket and you're sitting on it and it's a metal casing, the goddamn thing's going to bend. I don't <laughs> think it takes a genius to figure it out. It's not science. It's life. That's what happens. Now, I love the fact that every Samsung or every Android user used that. I mean, there was billboards going up making fun of Apple for their Bengate problems. I mean, it was it was fucking crazy. Um, and then Samsung fanboys were all like, oh, how good your Apple product now? Bends in your pocket. Oh, yeah, well, now this is happening. So I can tell you from an Apple fanboy standpoint, fuck you, Samsung fanboys, and it looks good on you, and I hope the phone's breaking all the time. Now, that being said, and I apologize for the language, guys. I basically just threw it out there. I'm pretty fired up about this. This is a very passionate subject for all of us here. So no, I just get it. I mean, at the end of the day, whether like in before we started shooting live, Steve, you nailed it. I mean, whether we're using Apple iPhones, whether we're using Samsungs or HTCs or Motorola's or Nokia's or Windows, it doesn't matter. I'm so sick and tired of the debate of oh, this phone's better and this yeah. phone's better, and it it. You know what? It comes down to personal preference. It comes exactly. down to what exactly. ecosystem you're enthralled in. And Jason, you and I have talked about it. I mean, yes, I don't think it's a question. I don't think it's a secret. I'm a huge Mac whore. That's what I use. It's And I'll always be. I love the products. It makes sense for me to continue going that route. Um, the Bengate procedure. So, yeah, so Samsung is coming back. They're saying the tests weren't done fairly. Um, in fact, you can see those YouTube tests that were done online with uh, the machine that's compressing the phones and they're doing what they have to do to see exactly what the breaking point is. And the truth of the matter is the breaking point actually came out at a, with less stress on the phones than what the Apple iPhone had when it was bending and breaking. In fact, it wasn't just bending. Screens were snapping. It was just pure chaos. And at the end of the day, it, it pisses me off because it's such a PR move and it drives me crazy. Yeah, and, and I'm just going to pipe in here because I'm, I'm kind of the same mind as you, uh, uh, Chris. Now, I work in the cell phone industry, so I hear this argument on a daily basis. You know, Apple's better than Samsung. Samsung's better than Apple, and Nokia's better than LG, and all this other stuff. And me, I'm, I'm personally friggin' tired of it. I, I'm tired of this argument. You know, if, you know, I use an iPhone. I use an iPad. I don't have any other Mac products aside from my Apple TV. Do I want to completely revert to Apple? Yes, because that is the platform that I like. That is the, the, the uh, technology that I like. I like using that. Do I think it is the be-all, end-all of technology, mobile technology, or any type of technology in the world? 
No, there is always going to be something better than what is popular. The only reason Apple even does as well as it does is because they market the shit out of their products and they do it better than anybody else on this planet. Apple will sell you a shitty product and you will buy it because of the way they market. Now, I'm not saying that they're shitty Whoa. products, Whoa. but hey, you, it's true. It is true. Apple will... I'm just using that as an example. I like Apple products. I'm going to continue to use Apple products. Are Is there phones out there that are better? Sure. Why not? But for me... What, reading this story and then seeing Samsung coming out and saying, oh, yeah, it was not done fairly, give me a friggin' break. Of course it's not going to be done fairly. Of course it's not going to be the same because they're saying that their phone is bending easier than the, than the next popular phone to them. Give me a break. Like this is, such a, this is such a move, I think, personally, by Samsung that it's just like, oh, yeah, we can't, we can't have a phone that bends easier than, than iPhone. Than the oh, fan no, that we all shit on. Story, Howie. I know you're trying to get in here, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I've been. I, I thought I'd keep quiet uh, for a little bit because, I mean, on one hand, I agree with you guys. You sit on a phone, it's gonna bend or break. Like, don't be st- like they're not meant to go in your back pocket. Back pockets are for wallets, people. Wallets. That's what they're for. Not phones uh, or any electronic for that matter. Anyway, I think there's a few key things to take away from it. Um, the video that Square Trade put out actually shows several phones being broken, not just the Samsung devices. Also, they used 110 pounds per force to break these phones, and that's a fuck ton of force to break For a sure. device. Like, you're not going to sit on your phone and and apply that much pressure to break to break it. Like, it, it would be very difficult to do so. Like, you'd have to weigh an expansive amount. What what else do you expect them to do? They're they're a company, right? I mean, they do have to come out and kind of defend their products a little bit. I mean, should they have kept quiet? Should they have said something? It's really hard to say one way or the other. I think the bottom line is don't sit on your phones is the message we kind of want to take away. Yeah. And, of course, use the device that's, you know, suitable for you. You guys like your Apple products. I have a Note 3. I like my Note 3 actually quite a bit for a variety of reasons. I'm not the biggest Apple fan in the world, obviously, but it's not because I think their products are terrible. I just don't like. It just the doesn't company. work. It's not your. It's not yeah, what it's, you use. It's, it's absolutely. But no, I think you're right, Jason. Bottom line to take away from this: I don't care if you've got a Samsung phone, a Nokia, or an iPhone. Don't put it in your damn back pocket and don't sit on it, and you won't have a Ben problem. This one today. Let's let's <laughs> move, let's let's move on to talk about Star Wars for like the oh, fifth yeah. fucking week in a row, apparently. <laughs> All right, guys, so uh, as a Star Wars fan, and everybody knows that I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm not going to beat that uh, to death. I'm a huge what? fan. What? Yeah, I know, hey? Whoa. I know. I know. I watched the movies for the first time this past week, and holy shit, I am just completely, I'm just, uh, they're best. Anyway, um, this marked a huge step for the for the franchise this, this uh, past week, where they were finally legally fully released digital format. Um, they average about $25 a movie on iTunes, about 130 bucks uh, for a bundle. But this is the first time we've ever had Star Wars and in it legal, and I say legal because it's been out there digitally like DVD rips and all that for ages. But um, legally, this is the first time Star Wars has ever been released digitally. And a uh, few little changes done to it. Uh, one of the biggest changes a lot of people... Um, I noticed was that the 20th, 20th Century Fox um, 
first part of the like when it comes to when they do the intro and you get the 20th Century Fox and you get the Lucasfilm logo at the front uh, that was missing. Um, what I say to people who are actually raging about that, get a life. <laughs> like they're they're owned by Disney except for the for, except for the the first one, the New Hope. Um, which in Disney fact would is, be the fourth one. Which would be in fact be the fourth one. Um, I, I, mean, I could Nerd. see. <laughs> I could see Disney maybe just putting it, putting it, maybe making an, an arrangement with 20th Century Fox just for like nostalgic purposes. But I honestly don't think they're going to waste time at doing that. I, I, I doubt Disney if, is going to. Make yeah. That call. <laughs> if you if you want to see the 20th Century Fox logo in front of it, just go on YouTube, play it, and then press play on the movie. There you go. That's what I said to that. Uh, get over it. Uh, there's been a few changes. Um, most notably, they have chosen to use the recut versions of the phone. Or at the phone. Jeez. Look, we're all talking about phones now. It's on my head. It's in my head now. Uh, the the recut versions of the movie, so the uh, the versions that a lot of people don't like. Um, I didn't think there was going to be any hope that we would get the originals. I assume that we're going to get those probably later on when we have a huge release. But, you know, there's a few extra special features. And, uh, most not- and, and the biggest one, actually, special features is if you buy it on Xbox, you actually get a featurette that is not with the other digital versions. So um, if you want to be mobile, I don't know who would want to buy it on Xbox because you're going to be able to watch it on your Xbox or if you have a Zoom or if you have a... a, Okay, relax. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, I mean, if if you're someone who's always on the go and, you know, doesn't want to buy the uh, the physical copies, um, you know, this this is a great time because, I mean, now now Star Wars is available wherever you go. Am I going to buy it? Not right away. What do you mean, not right away? <laughs> I'm going to chip in right here. I mean, first of all, I hate digital copies of movies. I hate purchasing them, especially when it comes to a big thing like Star Wars. When you buy a Star Wars set, for instance, on Blu-ray, you buy it for that nostalgic reason to have a hard copy because you put it on your shelf. You put it. I mean, look behind Jason right now. I mean, you see everything that's back there. Star I Wars. Even, like, I even have the Star Wars Blu-ray collection there, and it's called, signed by some of the actors. Okay, I'm just rubbing that in, Steve. Okay, first of all, Jason, fuck you. Uh, second, I have the Blu-ray versions. I have the DVD versions. I have the DVD re-release versions. I have all of those movies on VHS twice. So I love physical copies, Chris. Trust, trust no, me. No, and, and, and I get that. I think it's great. Now there are people out there who I think honestly would like to have. I just there's no. When you buy a box set, when you buy something along those lines, and again, this is personal preference. I'm not shitting on any of our viewers who like digital copies. I mean, there are some people to each their own. But you just have that 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 reason, that hard copy of something you want to have, you know, that you can physically pop in, especially when it comes to, I mean, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, uh, The Hobbit, things like oh, that. Oh, 100%. I, I don't want digital copies of those movies. I think it's great that they're available to people who want them, because I mean, if you're an Apple TV guy and you don't have a Blu-ray player, then yeah, it makes sense. It just or you know a Chromecast. Excuse me, I'm not trying to pick Apple over Google by any means. Oh yeah, we gotta um, watch it here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely, and, and I sincerely mean that. But I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm a physical copy kind of guy. I think it is great. I think paying twenty-five dollars for a digital copy of a movie that I physically don't have something in my hand to represent. I mean, think about that. There are six films for now. On average, I mean, is there a bulk discount, Steve? Like, if I buy, or do I have to buy them all individually? Uh, I think the way the the bundles are are 
I think there's like a twenty to thirty dollar discount on the uh, okay. on the the bundles, but uh, I think this is I think this is just great for anybody who wants to have the movies with them in in who wants to purchase them legally and get the digital copies legally. They want to be able to take them around. Like I am probably eventually going to buy the bundle, mainly because I it's it's a movie that I support. I, I want to be able. To, I like I love Star Wars, so I'm gonna probably buy them but it's a movie that I want to take with me wherever I go so I can pop it in I can take my iPad with me if I want to download you know if I want to watch you know Phantom Menace and criticize it with all my friends you know I can do that if I want to watch you know this but I can do that correct me if I'm wrong correct me if I'm wrong if you physically own the digital uh, the, the hard copies of these movies could you not rip them legally and do that with anyway technically you can yes technically I can but I, I'm going to throw this out there I own a lot of movies and a lot of box sets of movies, and most of them, not all of them, but most of them that I purchase the hard copies for, come with a digital copy Absolutely. included in the price that I purchased for the hard copy. What pisses me off about the Star Wars re-releases is that they're probably going to re-release those uncut versions again on Blu-ray or on digital copy, and then I'm going to have to buy them again, and then when the next three movies comes out, I'm going to have to buy the fucking nine-disc box set, and then when they have all the side movies out, they're probably going to release the ultimate cut with, like, 12 movies, and I'm going to have to buy that again. And then will I have to go buy it digitally because in the year 2022, they want to figure it out to put it all together onto one package? No, because Star Wars constantly gets re-released. That's its thing. You have to buy it over and over and over again because we've moved on from it being owned by George Lucas to another evil, greedy, old bastard, Walt Disney. <laughs> who is frozen right now. Yes, who is frozen. I'm just saying, it's it's a little silly that, uh, I mean, yeah, you know what they did. They added those extra special features to justify selling it for a separate cost digitally to appease those huge Star Wars fans. Why did they just not release it digitally with my box set when I bought it initially? Because it's not like those special features for some of those movies that haven't been around some of these movies are forty years old, almost. Like yeah, that was that was, a, that was a big thing for me when uh, when they released the the Blu-rays there a few years back. Was they didn't have the digital copies with them, and I was really like at the time there was no excuse. Like movies at that time had digital copies along with the physical copies. I mean, Jesus, they had the 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 Blu-ray, they had the DVD. The, I mean, I bought Tron two on Blu-ray, and I got the Blu-ray. I got the DVD. I got the 3D DVD. I got the 3D Blu-ray. I got the digital copy. And I got a copy of the original movie. So there was no excuse at that time to not have that. Why they didn't put it in it. And also, I'm personally, as a fan, I was disappointed with the Blu-ray editions because the special features that were on the, the DVDs when they first came out on DVD were so much better. And they, they can have way, way better documentaries and just way gonna, better stuff. They're gonna re-release it again, Steve. They're gonna. They're just. Well, they're going to. I'm sorry. They're going, well, to. they're going to. <laughs> they're going to. It's gonna. It's gonna be re-released about six or seven more times. And uh, you know, we're all gonna be suckers, and we're all gonna buy the. They'll, they'll probably release episode seven. And then when it comes out on home video, they'll be like, buy the seven disc collection. And then when they release episode eight, it'll be like, buy the eight disc collection. And well, Lord, then, of the Ring, you know, Lord of the Rings does the same though. Lord of the Rings do does they? the same. Lord of the <laughs> yeah. Lord of, hey hey. Lord of the Rings will release on Blu-ray and DVD, and then they'll release the extended editions on DVD. Yeah, Why not just two, release the fucking extended cuts. editions? Two cuts versus like how many does Star Wars have? 
15? I don't know. I lost count. All right, boys. We're getting off tangent here. <laughs> Things are getting out of control. So uh, I think what Steve's trying to get at here is everybody, if you don't own a Blu-ray player or if you own 15 different versions of Star Wars, fuck it. Go get it digitally because it's available <laughs> now. You, you can never like, have a, can, enough Star can, Wars. Can I... Can I... Can I talk about Daredevil now? Cause yeah, let's talk about Daredevil. Uh, so Daredevil released on Netflix on uh, Friday, actually. So um, to those of you who have no life and were able to binge watch it before I could, I hate you all. Uh, the show is amazing. I have not read a bad review for this show yet. I've only watched the first three episodes. They are fantastic. Uh, they really wash out that bad taste of the 2003 Daredevil movie. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I'm actually, as I watch the episode, I'm writing notes down. I, I will be prepping a review for for the season when I have time to sit and do it. Uh, but so far, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of all the Netflix series. I've watched a few of them. I haven't watched House of Cards or Orange is the New Black. Neither of those shows really appease to me, even though I hear they're critically... Then what fucking shows are you watching on Netflix? <laughs> critically fantastic. I watched Marco Polo. I liked it. Uh, it was a bit more my style. But Daredevil, uh, wow. Like, I'm just... All the little ties to, like, the to the greater Marvel universe, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I just, I think it's uh, fantastic. One thing I really, I really have to point out, especially in comparison to... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I don't know if you guys are uh, fully caught up on that show or not, but uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I find, because it's on ABC, you know, yes, they do explore some dark themes, but they they definitely take a very family-friendly approach to, to the Marvel Universe, uh, much like the movies do. Like, the movies are very fun, even when they're exploring dark times. They know how to play up, like, the lighthearted. It appeases to everybody. Daredevil, on the other hand, does a 180, and I almost feel like it's a DC movie because it's so gritty, dark. It explores a much darker universe, and I think that's just the benefit of being on Netflix versus uh, versus a uh, uh, standardized network television. Well, as I was saying to you guys before, um, like, I'm not hugely, hugely familiar with the, with, uh, the way Daredevil was uh, written, in the, the comics, but I find it to be kind of uh, Marvel's Arrow, and Arrow, even though it's on the CW, is still kind of a, a gritty, um, somewhat violent show at certain times. But now Daredevil kind of brings that up to eleven. Now it's not it's not insanely violent, but it is a lot more violent than a lot of the the comic book shows that we have out there right now. I mean, they the, the worst thing they say into this shit. But, um, like, there's one scene in, in one of the later episodes, I won't say who it is, but some guy beats this other guy's head off with a car door. That's so, fantastic. So, they, <laughs> they, so it's, it's, it's a very intense scene, and it's just something that you're not going to see. I love you, you, this you just You just gave me a violence boner. I just want to throw that out there. I'm coining that term. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a very good show, and Chris, I know you've watched a, watched a couple episodes, and you were yeah, I, I'm actually right on part. Steve, I, know, I know you're a little bit further ahead than Jason and I are right now, because I think I'm with Jason. I just finished episode three, and I can tell you, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to start with the casting. Charlie Cox is fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, man, man. unbelievable. Like Ben Affleck, who? Yeah, like <laughs> bud. He's Batman. Um, anyways, it doesn't really matter because I can tell you, yeah, it's great. You are right. I said the same thing, Steve. I think it reminds me a lot, like it flows like Arrow does, but again, yep. it's like Arrow 
on fucking juice. Like it's it just takes it to that next level, and uh, and honestly, it is great. Uh, everything from uh, you know, I love the fact that they didn't start to show off with this big, ridiculous, insane origin story. I know it was just quick. They kind of flash back to it, and as the flashbacks happen again throughout the first three episodes. Um, the way they do it, it's just great. I mean, yeah, it's little snippets. Yeah, and that's it. And that's all you need. That's all we need. In fact, I hope, and I hope, that this, again, off topic a little bit, but when we're talking about Spider-Man joining the MCU, they could do it that way. Like, we don't need yeah. a new origin story. Just those snippets to tell everybody who the fuck these people are. Otherwise, you're not watching Daredevil because you're like, oh, oh, like, you know... You may not know everything about him, but you know the concept. And unfortunately, enough people had seen that shitty Ben Affleck movie years ago. <laughs> which again, and no, no disrespect to Affleck, um, I honestly am one of the rare people who didn't absolutely despise Daredevil back then. I didn't uh, either. I didn't despise it. And I want to. I, I just want to say too. Not. I don't mean to cut in, but I don't think the 2003 Daredevil movie was all Ben Affleck's fault. I don't think he was bad in it. No. Nope. I just think he takes a lot of shit for it because he's the face that you see. Ab- absolutely. Like in fact, I actually think Ben Affleck's role in that movie was not terrible. Like I, I don't. I didn't hate him in it. But the problem is, is that that's that's what people are guiding on. They're like, oh, fucking Affleck was terrible. No, he wasn't. The premise of the movie, I think the fact that you had Michael Clark Duncan playing the kingpin in that movie, there was your fucking problem. Like, there's a lot of things that I think you should keep true to a storyline. That was not one of them. Uh, anyways, bottom line is we're not on we're not on the 2003 version of Daredevil. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking angry. No, um, but no, this is Netflix, an angry. This is an angry episode of Geek Out. I it's just, a long I, fucking angry episode. <laughs> of Geek Out. Um, but I will say no, honestly, guys. I think this has been probably one of my my big. Del- I mean, I was looking forward to this when they started talking about it starting. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and now that it was here, I mean, I know we were all talking and pretty fired up about it. But yeah, it, it's been great. I have not been remotely disappointed. Yeah. I can't see the rest of the season getting any worse. I think it's only going to get better. Um, everything from even the intro, when the way like it's just the goose coming down and forming the buildings, and at the end when it credit like the the intro credits, and it forms kind of like the Daredevil mask with his back. Like it just it's awesome. They've nailed it. They've done it perfectly. Well, I uh, like I said, I'm I'm like you said, Chris. I'm a couple episodes ahead. I have been introduced to uh, the employer. Who anybody who is a Daredevil fan or a Dare, or a fan of uh, the Marvel Universe knows that the employer that they're talking about is uh, Wilson Fisk, who is the uh, who is the kingpin. And I gotta say, man, Vincent D'Onofrio. So so far, no specifics to get into any spoilers, but the man just nails it. I, he is definitely bringing across a role of this man that needs to be feared. I I really like how they introduce him to like you know they. Pepper talk about him through the first few episodes, and then right at the episode, end of uh, of the third episode, you get like two minutes of him in there, and you're already like, "Wow!" He does not him. disappoint. Fuck, he does not disappoint. When when this guy speaks in in a couple of the later episodes, like you know, this guy is someone who needs to be feared. And uh, and yeah, I think it's a great show. Anybody who's watching or listening, um, go watch this show. Like it is just a good show. Agreed. It's a really good show. But, uh, you know, it's also a really good show, Geek Out. And, you know, we're doing this every single week, guys, uh, where we talk about the top three stories. And those stories are found at thoseguysgeek.com. So if you are listening to this, uh, keep 
Go into the website, keep clicking those stories because that's what we talk about every single week. Uh, we are going to soon be launching this podcast on iTunes. So look out for that announcement. It'll be announced on the website as well on the respected uh, uh, social networks, which you can find all the links down below. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe this video if you're watching on YouTube. And don't forget to share it if you're watching it on uh, or you're listening to it on SoundCloud and places like that as well. We're going to be sharing it too on the Facebook. So be sure to share, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. But uh, for another week, guys, this is uh, Those Guys Geek Out. We'll see you guys next week.